Welcome back to episode 76 of Comics and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lumpy. And this is the review show that reviews comics. Chronologically, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Sure. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so this episode is going to be a little different because we're technically on the Scarecrow's story, Detective Comics number 73, but we never covered Scarecrow's first appearance because he appeared in World's Finest Comics number 3. 73-3, I just realized he appeared. Yeah, wow. Okay. Anyway, so we're going to cover both comics in this issue because I decided that's what we were doing. So so we're going to start with World Finest number 3, The Case of the Death of... Nope, that's the Superman story. Sorry. The Riddle of the Human Scarecrow. So is what- just just to connect this to like our one, one of our other, you know, special episodes we do, this one <laughs> is an origin story. It is an origin story. So <laughs> for the record, this is a first appearance and an origin story, correct? Okay, TJ, I'm sorry. Did I interrupt? Are you done? <laughs> Wait. We're done. Wait, I don't know if Bobby's done or not. Is it a first appearance? Yes. This one is, yes. This is and it's an origin story. Are you done? TJ. Can I finish the credits now? I just, <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm looking for, TJ, is for you to give us some assurance that this is a first appearance <laughs> and an origin story. But has a not, simple, we're not on yes. that show right now. That's a different show. <laughs> I, I understand. And, and we made that clear already. We just want a simple yes or no. I said yes already. Okay. We just (laughs) want to clarify. That's all we were asking for. We're not positive if you know what the difference is between a first appearance (laughs) and an origin story. That's all. (laughs) Okay. Are you done? (laughs) Yeah, we're done. All right. I'm going to get into the credits now. So, World Finest... Number three was released September 1941, so we're backtracking two years here. Uh, executive editor was Whitney Elsewhere. The cover artist was Fred Ray. The ske- the Batman story that is in this was written by Bill Finger, penciled by Bob Kane and Jerry Russo's, or Jerry Robinson's, I'm sorry, and inked by George Russo's. So, I guess we should explain what World Finest is. It's just a combination of all the superheroes, essentially. There's like a story for each one. There's a Superman story, which Lumpy read. You want to give a brief synopsis there, Lump? What happened in that one? Uh, bad, I mean, uh, Superman stops a train. There you go. There's your synopsis. Basically, all that story was. And that's all I need. There's also, um, trying to see if this is an actual superhero or not, because it's just red, white, and blue. Yeah, I guess red, white, and blue are just superheroes, I guess. That's, oh, they're like a, a trio of superheroes? Yeah. Oh. Red Dugan, Whitey Smith, and Bluey Blue is their names. <laughs> Bluey? That's somebody's first name. Was that a popular first name? Bluey? B-L-O-O-E-Y. Hmm. Bluey. That's weird. And I guess they're all, like, military guy, because one Red Dugan's USMC, and then the uh, one's USA, and the other one's USN. So I guess Army they're... and Navy and Marine Corps. Yes. Oh, huh. well. Yeah, uh, Interesting. So, yeah, that's Red, White, and Blue. That's So, yeah, Superman, Red, White, and Blue, Johnny Thunder. I don't know who that is either. A young Doc Davis. I don't know who that is. Uh, As opposed to old Doc Davis. It says young Doc, <laughs> yeah. it says young Doc Davis. I don't know. <laughs> Zatara, which is the magician Zadana's father. 
drafty sand i don't know what drafty is either sandman some guy named some guy named king and some something called lando man of magic so i don't know who any of these guys are so on the front cover it says zatara who's that zatara is the magician he's a magician guy uh zatana is i don't know if you know who zatana is yeah she's the girl she was in um yeah, she's the Justice League cartoon. She's the, she's the magician. Go, that this is her father. Okay, he's a golden age hero, and she's kind of like spun off from him. Got it. So you have that on your cover on the world's finest comics cover? Yes. Oh wow, mine does not. It says Superman, Batman, and Robin, red, white, and blue, and Zatara. Mine just says Superman dot Batman and Robin. Oh, no, no then it's cut off, because then it says red, white, and blue on underneath of that, and then dot Zatara. Yep, yeah, they this. they cut it off on mine. Yeah. And I got the same thing. Well, Uncle Chris, you already started, so why don't you go tell us what the cover is? Well, this is the fall issue of World's Finest Comics, and uh, it's just 96 pages, and it's 15 cents. And so we got uh Whoa, whoa, Robin. whoa, 15 cents? This is These are big comics, these World's Finest. It's only like twenty more pages. <laughs> I don't know. These ones are they're the finest ones. This is the premium. This is the premium book here. Oh, okay. This ain't no crappy Batman. This is premium. This ain't no detectives comics. This is the world's finest comics. Uh, uh, I it's crazy that it's fifteen cents, and this is from what? This is from thirty nine or forty? Yeah, this it, it's price and a half. It's forty one. Well, I mean, still we're we're a little further ahead actually, and. Yeah. It's still ten cents for all the other ones, so it's interesting. Nah. So we got uh, B- Batman standing at home plate with a baseball bat. Huh, get it? He's Batman. Oh, I get it now. See that? Robin's got a catcher's mitt. He's behind the plate, and then standing behind them, I guess uh, Superman's the umpire. I guess I, that's what it I looks like. Yes, but Superman. I guess I guess he does. I was going to say, but Superman doesn't have a mask on. He better be careful. But he's Superman. He doesn't. Baseball's <laughs> not going to hurt him if it hits him in the face. So that's true too. Yeah, you think it would be better better if Superman was actually pitching or something? Right, right, right. But I, I, who's going to hit it? Nobody's going to hit it. Well, he Superman would hold back and make it fair, or or he throw it as fast as he can and kill Robin. <laughs> Well, yeah, doing Batman a favor. Only, yeah, Batman gives him the signal. I um, I think that this cover is terrible. Do you? I think it's terribly so. drawn. And if, I, I don't, I don't like the drawing. I don't know who drew it, but it looks different than normal Batman drawing. I got the feeling that the world's finest comics are all gimmicky. Yeah. Because if that would make more sense, if it's a, if it's more gimmick style, then I'm okay with it. But. This it, one feels weird. wholesome. It feels like family oriented or because something. Because if I don't know. Y- you remember, we talked about Uncle Chris. You saw one of the other world's finest comics. I guess it's in one of your books, and they're sitting on Batman, Robin, and Superman, or on a battle tank, straddling cannons. That's right. I do remember that. So I think they're all just gimmicky like that. Okay, and that's it. Yeah, that's it's, it. I mean, they <laughs> they got some details. They got shadows for a change on the on the ground. You also have to remember that this is two years ago, so yeah, the arts pre- and the artists have changed and stuff. True, it's true, and you can tell when you actually read the Scarecrow comic that it's the drawings do go back a little bit. Yeah, although the, the open and splash page is pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, I agree. Well, take it away, Lumpy. What is, is it? You don't have to read um, the long paragraph on the side, though. <laughs> well, this one has actual <laughs> stuff I can explain on it. 
So yeah. it's actually a really cool comic. So it actually looks very like Halloween. Yeah, so, you would think they would save this for like an October issue. Yeah, it definitely right, looks Halloween. Because it definitely looks Halloween. So there's a moon in the background with bats and a giant scarecrow kind of walking down the lane. And there's all, like, dead trees and, like, a fence. And Batman and Robin are running towards this giant scarecrow. It's very... It's well-drawn. I like the it. Sky, I like the shadow. The sky's... It's dark. Right. The, the sky's purple. The trees look have, like, purple tint in them. It really looks cool. But it, it does look, like, stock Halloween-y. You know? Yes. Like, with the bats... The way the bats are drawn and the moon yeah. and the stuff moon. like that. Did yeah. you notice Bob Kane hit his uh, hit his little autograph there? Yeah, too? on the rock over on the so, yeah, another thing I thought was interesting is the kick, Scarecrow's costume hasn't changed much over the years. Yeah. It's well, I mean, it's Scarecrow, right? Still, but it's, like, slightly up, designed differently, but there's been, like, characters who've been completely overhauled. His is pretty much the same. Right. I, I can't know. say, because I don't actually know. I don't yeah. know him as a character as well as I know, like, Joker and stuff. I do. He's he's one of the big ones, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, he's always using that sphere gas to take over the city right. and stuff. They didn't see I, a lot of mine is from the animated series, and they didn't use them that often in the animated series. No, you didn't. You know, Mister Freeze, though, right? Yeah. Like and how often they used him? Yeah, but I know. Yeah, Mister, I know Mister Freeze. Yeah, he was only actually in three episodes. Really? Well, that one episode was awesome, though. That yeah. Well, I mean, it origin changed. episode. Yeah. That changed yeah. his whole origin. It was really good. It was but. really, really good. That that episode was one of one of my favorites in the animated series. But yeah, he is only in three episodes. Really? Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so are we ready to jump into this proper? Sure. So we open up with a kid r- chasing birds or bats. I'm not sure. Is he chasing? I think he's. I thought he was running away. Yeah. Oh no! He liked to frighten birds. Yeah, he was scaring the birds, but it looks like there's bats in there too. He's a yeah. jerk. Anyway, we get introduced to Jonathan Crane, who is a college teacher? University teacher? That's yeah, he looks like a professor me, yeah. or something. Yeah. He yeah, is psychology. A, he is a professor of psychology, you said. And he's teaching his class, and, and he draws a gun and shoots it at a vase. And yeah. says, it, the whole point of it, he's trying to teach them about fear, how... Um, you look at the gun and you're scared of the gun, but when after you shot it, now you know what the gun's capable of. Now you're more afraid of it. Right. And you just shot a gun in a classroom. Yeah, I thought that right away, and nobody says anything. Yeah, There's no. teachers outside in the hallway. Right. It's like no one comes running in. They don't <laughs> fire them right away. It's like well, I, I got the feeling like he does this every semester in the beginning. They're like, oh, he's going to shoot the gun again today. What the hell? But he's just allowed to bring a gun to the university? Yeah, guns weren't that. I'd say you know, in the were... 40s, it, like, if this happened today, oh, God. that guy would be in prison. Yeah, or dead. But, no, my point is, this is Gotham City. They got the Joker running around and stuff, and they're just letting guns in willy-nilly? Maybe everybody carries a gun because they got the Joker running around. That's possible, too. <laughs> Anyway, after class, Crane walks outside and he's being made fun of by the other professors because he doesn't spend his his money on nice clothing. He buys books. <laughs> that is an odd thing, isn't it? Yeah. So whatever. And so he goes home and he's like, "Man, if I," and he's thinking, "Man, if I had more money, I could buy more books. How am I going to get more money? Like, how about if you just work and buy, you know, a couple books every week?" Which is what he's been doing. Right, so why do you need more books? 
because uh, he, yeah, he it's wants a more weird, books. It's a weird thing, but yes, he wants more books. Anyway, in his home... But that's Prince, not it. He he wants to also rub it in their faces, is what the thing is, right? I guess, but I mean, yeah. he's only going to buy more books. It's not and like they he's going to... They don't gonna... care about how many books he has. They yeah, yeah, they, nice if books. I had more money, they'd respect me, and I could buy more books, is what he says. <laughs> Whatever. Why does he care about their respect? It doesn't seem like the type of guy who will care. He cares. Anyway. In his home, Crane's distorted brain begins thinking along fantastic lines. Along criminal lines. And he comes up with the idea for the perfect symbol. The Scarecrow. I don't know why that's a perfect symbol, but sure. Because he got a twisted mind, that's why. And then, <laughs> Oh, and they call him Scarecrow. Oh yeah, the guy. They they say he the the teachers say he's all scraggler and he looks like a scarecrow. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he comes up with the name. Right. And then we get a weird panel order here that needs arrows. I don't like it when they do that. I I kind of hate when they do it. I get it. I know why they have to do it, but it bothers me. So uh, yeah, so you have to read kind of out of order to get it. Anyway. Three nights later, after he decides he's going to become the Scarecrow in the home of a certain bu- citizen, a certain businessman, the Scarecrow appears and scares the guy. Pretty much says, "Boo! I'm I'm here to sell you my services." Well, he stands real scary too. He's like, "Rah!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I said he comes in. He says, "Boo! I'm going to sell you my services." <laughs> and he's like, "You're Frank Kendrick. Your business partner is suing you because you stole some money from the business you you two own." And if you pay me some money, I'll make them stop suing you. And the guy's like, hmm, I suppose I could do that. And though that night, he goes to the other guy's house and shoots him in the arm and says, stop suing him. (laughs) You stop suing your business partner. Bang. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Next time you'll be dead. I thought he was going to go there and, like, scare him psychologically yeah. or something. No, no. Nope. no, he totally doesn't even use his scarecrow shoot, suit because he gets there and he's like, you stop doing this and, <laughs> and shoots him in the arm. Well, so, what's like, more scary than pointless. some weirdo scarecrow comes in and shoots in the arm? I guess that's pretty scary. I mean, it, you'd think it would work. <laughs> it doesn't, but okay. At this exact moment, Batman and Robin just happen to be going across the rooftops patrolling, and they hear the shot. And so... I start to feel like Gotham is, like, really small. It's, like, <laughs> four blocks long. <laughs> it feels that way sometimes. <laughs> so Batman and Robin swing through the moon and run towards the gunshot, and then and the Scarecrow shoots at Batman. And Batman jumps down and slams his face into what I thought was a fire hydrant, but it's just a red trash can. It yes. is a red trash can. But, that turns gray later. Right. But <laughs> the Scarecrow proceeds to kick the crap out of Batman and Robin. I feel like the first time they meet people, they always get, get the crap kicked out of them. Yeah, but this guy's a professor who just decided he was going to be a bad guy. Yeah, uh, I don't and, know. Like, there are a couple times where he whips some ass, too, this guy. And he's just a big, like, a tall, lanky guy. Lanky it's guy, not yeah. like he's, like, muscular or anything. They get their asses whooped. Yeah, he hits Batman in the head with something, and then he throws a trash can at Robin, and then we discover what his superpower is. He he can he and with queer grasshopper leaps, he disappears into the black night. They do try to sell his grasshopper leaps. I picture like um Jack Skellington from Nightmare yes. Before Christmas, how he hops around. Yeah, that's how I picture. It's exactly it. Now, is that a Batman knockout? Because Batman's woozy after this. I don't think it was a knockout, because they're still both conscious. Okay. I think he was just stunned. 
So but, he's getting better. Well, no, this is old anyway. Never mind. Yeah, this, this is just... Had a giant. Maybe the scarecrow just didn't have enough force in his hit to knock him out completely. Yeah, his little lanky arms didn't yeah. take him out. Anyway, in the paper the next day, the paper says that the businessman shot by scarecrow, and then the walking scarecrow warns Kendrick. I don't know why that's both the main story and the side story, but it is. <laughs> anyway, at French Frank Kendrick, he's being, I guess, interrogated by the cops. But this guy's not a cop. He's just in a suit. Is he an investigator or a detective or something? Yeah, I don't. They don't really explain, do they? Uh uh-uh. uh No, but Frank Kendricks is like, I didn't hire the scarecrow to do nothing, and because of course the guy that got shot called the cops and said, "Hey, this guy said that this guy hired me to to stop doing right. this." Because I forgot Paul to say Harold. that. Yeah, because scarecrow said, "Hey, stop suing him." So obviously he knows who sent them. Well, and also, listen, if if um, you go in and sh- say, don't sue this guy anymore, and you shoot him in the arm, right? Now that guy's got to go to the hospital, and he's got to tell people what happened to his arm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I tripped and fell on a bullet. Yeah, I fell on a bullet. Anyway, that night after an investigation, Scarecrow shows back up, and he says, "I the Scarecrow only wears once, and shoots and kills the guy that was suing yeah. him. Just murders him, flat out shoots him in the chest and kills him. And, yep, so I guess he's not going to be suing him anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, it worked. Scarecrow did his job. And then the police arrive to find the guy, the corpse, and then the Scarecrow shows up to the Frank Hendricks, the business guy. Well, before that, um, the cops say, it's the Scarecrow, he left his calling card. Is he just dropping straw around on purpose? Uh, It kind of seems that way. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I just I thought he left the straw fell out of his costume. Out of his costume, maybe. Whatever. Apparently he's got a calling card now, too. He's done this twice. Yeah. So, anyway, he goes there and the businessman's like, I didn't want you to kill him. And Scarecrow's like, what difference does it make? He's dead. You're not getting sued. And he I, does I, his job. Yeah, I guess he gets paid. Yeah, I would think so. Anyway, back at the university, Professor Crane is brought into the headmaster's right is that what it's called or the dean's office this says the president <laughs> oh there you go the president's office of the <laughs> university and he gets fired for shooting a gun in class because of course oh, he does like you should have did the second he shot a gun in his class <laughs> yeah exactly why did it take a, a, a couple days i don't know but it yeah. did yeah no, don't call the cops or anything about the, the professor shooting a gun in the class Right. Um, fire. Let's just wait a couple days. We'll give him a week, and then we'll fire him. Well, guess what? I'm afraid that guy's going to shoot me. So we're just going to we're going to wait till he calms down, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll call him in, and we'll fire him when we're sure he doesn't have his gun. But Crane doesn't care. He waves the money he's got. He says, "I'm rich now. I don't need this job anyway." So why did you do this in the first place? You wanted the respect of the professors, right? That was the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but then greed took over. Whatever. All I know is he hasn't bought one book yet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, he doesn't. You're right. Anyway, I guess his crying spree continues because it strikes. The scarecrow strikes again and again, and of course, Batman and Robin are nowhere to be found. <laughs> Why is it they can find everything when they need to, but sometimes they can never get to them after the seventh time? Well, because we figured that out before too. Because Batman likes to wait and let them do some stuff first. Yeah, he's got to let him get his rap sheet up before he goes yeah. and gets him. I guess. Anyway, Bruce meets an old friend at the president the president of the college. And 
The president says the scarecrow crane, as we call him, waved a large roll of bills under my nose the other day. Huh. So, why would you call him the scarecrow? Because they were calling him that earlier. They said he was like... A, he, no, like that a, was like, the other professors. This is the president of the university. I think everybody was breaking that guy's balls. I think that's part of the reason why he flipped out. It says the what, scarecrow crane, as we call him. So everybody yeah. apparently called him Scarecrow Crane. Yeah, I think they're all jerks. But yeah, the guys I don't know. Out. If you talked to an old friend and said, hey, I had this whole teacher guy that guy had a fire because he shot a gun in his class. His name's John Crane, in case, you know, he comes around. I wouldn't say Scarecrow, you know? Uh, and it depends. Because if that's what they called him. Sometimes if you call somebody something enough, it just comes out that way. <laughs> it's just that way, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. While Bruce is having this conversation, oh, Bruce also is like, oh, Scarecrow, hmm, he likes to spend his money on ancient books, you say. Hmm, I got all the clues now. Anyway. He's the world's greatest detective, look at that, he figured it out. <laughs> Apparently, everyone should have been able to figure this out. <laughs> I'm surprised he isn't already arrested, Jonathan Crane, at this point, honestly. Yeah. At the moment Bruce is talking to the president, the Scarecrow pays another guy a visit. He says this guy is Richard Dodge. He own, he's an owner of a failing department store, but and he and the scarecrow can remedy it if he's interested. And of course he's interested, so he says yes. And then the next day the scarecrow calls in a riot at the department store. That's weird. Yeah, why would that change business? <laughs> well, because people don't want to go there because the scarecrow's in there causing trouble. Yeah, but they have the Joker running around every other week. It's, this happens every other day. Yeah, but that's but the not in this department store. So it's not going to happen in the other department store? Maybe it happened in the other department store. That's why it was losing business. <laughs> no. Well, now it's happening was, at this one. When Scarecrow was starting to ride, he was like, I'm not going to do this anywhere else. <laughs> no. Hey, everybody, listen up. I'm just going to smash this one, and you guys should all shop at the other one, because I'm not going to go do it at that one. <laughs> all right. Sure. Anyway, in the apartment of Bruce Wayne, he, him and Dick over here at the radio say that Scarecrow's causing a riot, so they get in the Batmobile. And then go over rooftops for some reason. I'm sure the department store you can get there through the streets in your car, but... No, you gotta go to the Batmobile and then jump rooftops. So, hold on. Scarecrow, they show up at the department store as the Scarecrow is smashing things yeah. with a baseball bat. He is, doesn't have any superpowers or any weapons that we can see. Why hasn't he been arrested by the cops? He leaps like a grasshopper. Did yeah, you catch that already? They're in Gotham, TJ. We know how the cops are. <laughs> <laughs> Especially that year. Those those first couple years, the cops were worse than they are now. That's true. Uh, Uncle Chris, why do you sound like you're in like, Hawaii or something? He, he did. He went to Hawaii. Uh, I got up and moved over here and came back. That's why. Okay. I had to get something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was in Hawaii. It's cold here. It's winter time here. All right, anyway, Batman and Robin show up at the Scarecrow's department store, and they get into a fight, and then, I don't know what happens, does Batman throw him across the desk, or... It, he grasshopper leaped. <laughs> Backwards? Yeah, I, Backwards? It kind of gets weird, like, they're, they're trying to bowl him over. There's a lot of him, like, flying through the air for no reason, too. It says, down the, the slippery length of the counter spins the Scarecrow. The Batman re races. Does he do it himself? Yeah, maybe. Whatever. The flight continues, but the cops show up. And then Robin beats them up. Yeah, what happens there? Do the cops run over to Robin? So he says, sorry, you're making a mistake, and punches them? Well, the other, yeah. guy, the other guy said, stop him, so. 
Yeah, they're trying to stop Robin. Like, he's doing the... Like, I guess they're there to dispose of the riot, like, because there's a bunch of people yeah. fighting. I think this is also before Commissioner Gordon approved the Batman being a vigilante. Oh, that's oh. true. Yeah, that's a possibility. I didn't think of that. Anyway, Scarecrow pulls a gun out on Batman, and so Robin takes a bowling ball from the sports department and rolls it over Scarecrow. They, they and, like to draw him, like, doing weird things because he's so, like, lanky. Yeah, so the bowling ball causes him to do a tumble flip instead of, you know, hitting his <laughs> ankle and saying, ow, but yeah. whatever. But he tumbles and lands on his feet. Yeah, but I got the impression that ball still hit him and knocked him over. Yeah, I don't, but he recovers swiftly. It doesn't matter. It's hard. Gets, we got weirder things getting ready to happen, so. Yeah, the scarecrow gets up and throws a bomb at Batman. Where'd the bomb come from? Where'd he get it's this bomb? Out of his pocket. Same. Okay. Same place Robin got a bow yeah, and arrow. That's what I was going to say. He pulled it from another dimension, exactly where Robin got a bow and no. arrow to shoot the freaking bomb with. It says it. It says, again, Robin makes use of the sports department and grabs a bow and arrow. Oh, uh, wow. Well, is there a bomb department for the Scarecrow? No, he just had that on him in his pocket. He was carrying it around the whole time. Why did he even bother with the baseball bat? Why didn't he just blow the place up? He was using them earlier when he first got there. He, that's how he was causing the riot. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Robin shoots the bomb right in Batman's face. It is right next to Batman's head. So, yeah. And the Scarecrow got away. But the police show up and say, hold your fire, man. It's a Batman and Robin. So maybe it is after Gordon. They just didn't know it was them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because They're like, go I, get that weird kid what? with the green and yellow How cape. How do they not know it's Batman and Robin? They're very distinct. <laughs> Go get that weird... What's that weird kid doing over there in that outfit? Everybody attacked the kid in the outfit. Oh, wait, it's Batman and Robin. Like <laughs> uh, they didn't know it was later. Robin until they saw Batman. That's what it was. Right. They can't tell Robin. Okay, whatever. Anyway, Batman tells the sergeant he was too late. But a woman comes in and says, Oh, yeah, he stole two books from the, the book department. The rare wow. book department. See? I knew it was him. So, hold on. One... Did department stores have whole stores that were voted to just rare books? Did they ever? It's like one rack. It's like a rack in the back to oh. keep the rare books. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just confused. There's a sports department. This is a huge store. It, I believe, you know, that's true, though. Back, you know, even I remember, like, when I was a kid, some of the department stores had everything. Yeah, yeah these, the, this one has Like, you could buy a canoe. Yeah, rare books. I don't but know about rare books. The rare books should, what, what in the rare books just be in the book section? Why yeah, is there, why sure. is there one specific section to pick the, the rare books? Because they got this one weirdo who keeps coming in and buying these rare books, so we keep getting them and putting them in this department. And that's my second part. He steals these two books, giving away his, that he's behind it. He's, yeah. It's stupid. Leave the place, come back and buy the books. You have the money, apparently. Yeah. Well, nobody, they said the guy was crazy. I guess. Whatever. Later that night. A uh, guy breaks down. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to figure out why Batman's taking off his mask, and then I remember. So later that night, Batman changes outfits and disguises himself as an old man broke down outside of Jonathan Crane's house. He spoiled it. You didn't say that right anyway. He didn't change outfits. He put an old man outfit on top of his Batman <laughs> he outfit. He did. He did. <laughs> he removed his mask for a second to talk to Robin and then put his mask back on and then put another mask and coat on top of everything. Yeah. You're right. I, I misspoke. 
<laughs> anyway, Jonathan Crane says, fine, use the phone. And the guy, the Batman in the skies, mentions his nice book collection. And, he, and Jonathan Crane's like, just use the phone and get out. If he's that mean and cr- crotchety, he should have just slammed the door in his face. Why let him in at yeah, all? Yeah, why did he let him in? To use I think phone? because he knew. He knew. He oh, let him okay. in because he knew that that was going to be Batman. Oh, okay. But yeah. that's just still letting him in to gain evidence on you to prove that he was. The moron to think he would fool me with such an obvious disguise. Yeah, but again, why did you let him in to see that you're the person behind everything? And while he's in your house, did you change into the scarecrow? I don't know what's going on there either. They throw him. Oh, he throws them out. And then he changes into the scarecrow, right? Yes. Yeah, he, he yeah when he's out. outside, he changes. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. So Bruce, I assume, uses the phone and he leaves. He goes right outside Jonathan Crane's window and takes off his mask. Yeah. And shows that he's Batman. Right outside. <laughs> like, the guy's looking out the window and sees that Batman and Robin are walking right. away. <laughs> and, oh my god, whatever. So, he sees that Batman, and he's, he didn't fall for it, so he gets dressed, and he says he's gonna f- go and go kill the guy that he is working currently working for, so he can't prove that he's a scarecrow. And as he goes out, Batman says, ha you're a scarecrow, because he didn't leave yet, he didn't even check, he was outside your window just three seconds ago, you didn't wait and watch for him to leave? No, he runs right out his front step and chases him down the street. Everyone's stupid in this whole scenario here, is all <laughs> I'm saying. Anyway, Scarecrow shoots at them, but Batman tries to pull Robin in front of him, but he falls it down. Look like that. It does look like he's trying to pull Robin in front of him. And then Scarecrow Grasshopper leaps over a giant wall again. Yeah, we get a lot of we got more queer grasshopper leaps. <laughs> but Robin follows suits and jumps on a swing a swing set and swings and yeah, I thought so. Gets punched in the face midair by the scarecrow. Oh, that is what happens. You're right. I thought he was tackling Robin, but no, he just gets punched in the face, and then scarecrow's gonna shoot Robin, and you can see Batman debating on whether or not he should get involved or not. <laughs> he's just he's just standing there and he's watching. But then the swing actually hits Scarecrow in the head and It doesn't stops- look like Batman threw the swing. No, it says the swing... It- he, I was going to say, yeah, he doesn't realize that after Robin jumped off that the swing was still swinging. It was going to come back. Yeah, Robin yes. saved himself there. Batman was just standing there and watching. <laughs> he didn't He didn't just watch. He said, drop that gun. Oh, yeah, it was probably like, oh, yeah, drop that gun. Drop that gun. Drop okay. that gun. I don't want Please. you to do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now that he he knows the scarecrow can't kill Robin because he's stunned, he goes and tackles him. Almost gets shot in the face, but then he gets punched in the face. But Robin uses the seesaw to hit him in the butt, which causes him to grasshopper into Batman's fist and knock him out. And then Batman drags him off the trail. The end. By his leg. Batman drags him off by his leg. Yes. <laughs> and so Will he, the scarecrow return? Only time. He might. Only time, only inscrutable time can tell. Yeah, time. About a minute and a half till we get to that next comic. <laughs> so, what was this one? This one had Batman, Robin, the Scarecrow, Frank Kendrick, Richard Dodge, Martin, and Paul Harold in it. But the only one who gets a, another appearance is the Scarecrow. Yeah, I don't know. It was okay. I liked it. I liked it. Another one that didn't, I mean... Like it or hate it, it didn't take me three hours to read. I didn't fall asleep halfway through it, like some of them. You know, I mean, it's just, there's a lot of weird quirks in it. What's with the grasshopper jumping? I think they wanted I, to go with his weird lanky body. 
Like, I think they really want to emphasize how lanky he was. Yeah, yeah but- I was going to say, I think it was more like this was the first time they were kind of testing this character out. Yeah. Um, I To be honest, after that comic, not that I, I like the comic, but I still don't understand how Scarecrow becomes, like, a big villain. He's not, he has nothing going for him. Well, and that's my point in this origin here. He um doesn't, all the other bad guys have, like, gimmicks, like, weapons and stuff. Like, Joker's got his gas, and yeah. Penguin's got his umbrellas, so forth well, and so forth. Honestly, it's, I think it was going to be a one-off, and then they said, uh, back by popular demand. Yeah. People I wanted think- the Scarecrow back. Yeah, that's what I think too. Because yeah. yeah, that's weird. Because this was in 1941, so they went like 50 comics without even mentioning the scarecrow. Right, but on the the front cover, the other one it says backed by popular demand. I think they were getting some like, hey, we need another supervillain here. What about that scarecrow guy? Yeah, but it, it's also strange that they decided to bring him back from a world's finest comic too. True, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. It wasn't bad. It's an interesting origin. Now- it's just. I didn't mention this at the beginning because I just noticed it, but what did you say the name of the the comic was? Hold on. Let me bring it back up. I got The Riddle of the Human Scarecrow. That's what I have. I didn't think you said that. That's why I was asking. That's an odd name, too. The Human Scarecrow. And what riddle? The riddle Who is of it? The, the, why they does he jump the, like a grasshopper? <laughs> the riddle that they gave me the answer to in the second panel when they introduced yes. Jonathan Crane. Yeah, they, they tell you it's Jonathan Scarecrow Crane is his name, so... Whatever. I think that's it for that one. Are you moving on to the next one? Let's do it. Yes. Alright. So... Alright, who wants to do this one? Cover. So you have a giant scarecrow, and it looks like he busted into one of those old-time, like... Scrooge McDuck. Uh, Scrooge McDuck. Say, it's exactly. It's definitely Scrooge McDuck's vault. Yes, of course. Yeah. He's in Scrooge McDuck's vault, and he's got handfuls of money, and there's jewels and gold everywhere. He's even now, instead of having uh, hay or straw in him, he is just full of money. Oh, yeah. I see it coming out of his sleeves, out of his hat. Hat, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Batman and Robin. Ba- uh, Robin is drowning in the gold, and Batman is swinging from a necklace hanging off the scarecrow's hand yeah it's a i i forgot to do the credits for this one hold on okay so this one's 13 pages long it was released march 1943 it was written by don cameron pencil by bob Keane, inked by jerry robinson's and george russo letter by george russo's edited by jack shift executive editor was whitney elsewhere the cover artist for bob gain and jerry robinson and the title of this one is the scarecrow return you may continue now with the cover so there's a giant scarecrow, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, by popular demand, return of the scarecrow in a brand like new cover. story. Do you like the cover? I think it's cool. I do. I like it. I actually, yeah. it's it's better than the other cover. Um, the, co- the colors are really cool. The contrast of the gold with the red background, I like it. And and the scarecrow has a lot more detail. Than Wait, before. I don't know if it's better than the other sp- splash page, though. I did like that that Halloween splash no, page. No, I don't mean the splash page. Okay, I meant mean the, the world's one. finest baseball one. But the drawing here is really good. The shadowing and like the the clothing on the um, on the scarecrow is really good. And they've made like the mask has a little bit different color now than the hat and the clothes. So like, I I think it's really good. I like that his hands are drawn really like kind of crooked. Yeah, and it's five cents cheaper. This yeah, it is five cents cheaper, too. Anyway, we good with that? Yeah, uh, sure. I'm good. All right. So, going into the 
book review. Who wants to who wants to read the <laughs> the biscuit eater? Ooh, the bis- I'll do the biscuit eater. Biscuit eater, okay. Yeah, I want the biscuit eater. By James Street, and it's just a picture of a dog. Wait, it's a dog biscuit eater? I guess. I don't know. Oh, man. I picked the wrong one. Yeah, you know what? And you know what? The first sentence of the review, moreover, was the dog's name. Moreover, the biscuit eater. Uh, I guess I'm stuck with it now. What is he? What's you he know I, You know I love stories about dogs who eat human food. Right. You know what? You can have it. Uh, but, uh, uh, bis- <laughs> but sometimes people call their dog biscuits biscuits. You want a biscuit, Scooby? Uh, how about this? How about you both do it? Oh, uh, you only got one? Well, no. You're both fighting over it. It's just... Let's see What's what happens when you one? both... Let's see what the differences I... in your review for this one. What if I wanted to hear what the second one was? Nope. Too late. I decided. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Who, who wants to get Superman's secret code? This time it's uh, from... This time it's from Krypton. Buy War Bonds. Nope. Um, buy Scrap Metal. Throw Scrap Metal away. Get, yeah, collect scrap and buy stamps. Yeah. Close, but no. <laughs> Alright, so action is the minute now. To break the axis, you... I can't read my rating, hold on. <laughs> you can. Alright, so action is the minute now. To break the axis, you can do your part by collecting scrap metal. No, it's not scrap metal. God damn it, I'm screwing this up. Yeah, no, it's... Okay, yeah. One more time. Let's try that from the top. Action is the minute now to break the axis. You can do your part by collecting scrap metal, rubber, and waste materials. I said scrap metal. You did. Okay. And? You said no. I said I, scrap metal. You said no, no. That ain't I, it. You suck. No, you said, I said you're, you, you said stop being an idiot. That's what you told me. You're so stupid. Why yeah, why are you so that? stupid? Say scrap metal, stupid. you stupid, <laughs> stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I said the bonds and stamps was wrong. I said the scrap metal was close. You didn't get the waste material and the rubber. Ah, uh, I had to get the whole thing. Yeah, why is this stupid? Yeah, stupid, stupid <laughs> idiot. All right, who wants to do the splash page? Who did the cover? Lumpy Uncle Chris did the splash page. All right, splash page is a dark splash page. It's a little creepy. Um, there's like a weird pink building that has like uh, fish scales on it. It looks like. And um, a giant scarecrow and all kinds of people like running and falling on the ground and Batman and Robin running towards the scarecrow. You don't have the thing up in the corner? I do. War bonds yeah. and stamps. I Buy can't read what bonds. it says on the... Oh, for victory. That's what it says. Yeah. Buy war bonds and stamps for victory. Come on. For we victory. Nice, we got a nice uh, eagle there, too. I like the eagle. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was like the United States symbol or something at the time. Oh, Bob Kane, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Where? Oh, yeah, I see it. All right. So we open up with the narrator telling us that Jonathan Crane escaped from prison. They didn't want to show us that for some reason. They never tell us how they escaped from prison. They're just like, oh, yeah, and this guy escaped from prison. That's not true. We've seen the Joker use a bomb to escape from prison. No, what was it? Like dirt or something? (laughs) It caused an explosion and a... I forget. I forget. It was something something stupid like that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... Jonathan Crane is writing on a small chalkboard the word hat, and he's going to have people fear the word three-letter word hat for some reason. Yeah, I I, th- I don't even know how that... Oh, I know what happens with it. Never mind, I got it. Meanwhile, <laughs> Bruce Wayne is taking Linda Page to a hat gallery, I think? Yeah, because he hates her stupid hats. He even <laughs> says he doesn't like her hats, and she's dressed like Peter Pan or something in this. Well, yeah, so... 
First, I just want to point out, it's been like forever since we've seen Linda Page. Last time we seen Linda Page, she was stuck on a Ferris wheel. Yeah, and she had a stupid hat on. Right, and that's what this is about. Linda Page is bringing him to this thing because he always makes fun of her hats. I love the fact that now they're bringing up, they've, they've always just put weirdo hats on her. Nobody ever said anything. And finally, Bruce was like, Linda, with the hats, come on, it's enough now. You look like a crazy person with this big, pointy green hat on your head. Your your hat is almost as stupid as the answer scrap metal. Apparently, he, he, he breaks her balls about it, too. He's like, yo, Linda, hat. Again with the hat? <laughs> she does say, you've made so much fun of mine, I'm going to let you do the picking for a change. So she's going to let him pick the hats. And she yeah. goes in, and she's like, I guess it's a hat museum, because there's all kinds of antique hats and stuff. Airplane hats and weirdo... Um, yeah, it says hats of hats. yesterday. And so she also puts on, like, a princess wizard's hat from, like, the medieval times. And then Where? This, like, I think that's the hat she wore there. No, she wasn't. Oh, was it? Yeah, that's yeah, the hat. hat that's what I'm saying. That. That's the hat she wore to that building. She wears that hat all the time. Oh, I thought that was the wall in the background up there. Nope. That's I just hat. thought that was a shadow. I didn't realize that was a hat. That's her nope. stupid hat. And it's actually a, like a gnome's hat. It looks yeah. like a gnome's hat. It's exactly what it looks like. Oh, yeah, so I guess Bruce is right. She is wearing stupid hats. Yeah, good call, Bruce. <laughs> say, like, you can't just let her walk around with them hats and not say nothing. Finally, I, thought he, I thought he was just being a jerk, but, I mean, maybe he was, but still. Well, he was on top of the fact that he was right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's not the dumbest hat we see, because this woman comes in with, like, an airplane hat on. Yeah, she's got an airplane on her head. And this other one has... I don't even know what that is. It looks like it a looks movie, like a movie wedding camera. Oh, is that what you're getting? I'm getting yeah, like a I heart. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was a heart or a camera or... Maybe yeah, binoculars? Is it binoculars? Could, <laughs> could be. be like, it could be anything. Anyway, they're showing off these hats, and then this character showed, suddenly shows up. And he's got goons this time. Does he? Does he have goons? I only see one. Oh, I gotta turn the page. Hold on. TJ, I know you hate this, but there we go. I'm turning the page. Oh, yeah, he does have goons. So he has goons, and they're gonna rob the hat store, I guess. And Bruce Wayne's he can't get changed or anything because he'll be seen. So he pretends to trip into the criminals. Yeah, he's just, like, falling and bumping into them. They're, like, he, eventually, they, were, he, they, they get like, what are you doing? Oops, pulled, I tripped. He definitely pulls a Clark Kent here. Yeah. And so... Yeah, Scarecrow's like, if I, he's like, he almost hits the Scarecrow, and, he, and Scarecrow's like, if I thought you were doing that on purpose, I would kill you, but I think you're an idiot. So he just hits him in the back of the head. I don't know if and, he gets knocked out here, though. Oh, no, oh. he doesn't. Because it says long minutes afterward, afterwards comes painful, painful awakening. awakening. Yeah. Awakening, Ooh. yeah, he was asleep. He does get knocked out. But that's a knockout. That's a Bruce Wayne knockout. That's true. And I was keeping track of them. Oh, but, yeah, but they, they're they so rare. I thought they were going to be more, but that's only the third time Bruce Wayne's been knocked out. I, I, thought, I thought you were giving them Batman knockouts, no? No, I was separated when he's out of the outfit and when he was, because I thought that was going to be a trope because it happened in two comics back to back. Okay. And I thought that was going to be, you know, a thing. He's going to start getting knocked out as Bruce Wayne so he can go get dressed. Right, but no. The- no, but no. So that's only Bruce Wayne number three for that one. Uh, someone take over for a minute. Well, so now he, what happens? He he gets in a hit in the head, he wakes up, and he finds the the slate, the chalkboard, and realizes that the scarecrow used to be a teacher because of a chalkboard, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah. Only teachers have these little chalkboards. Oh, uh, okay. No I one guess. else is able to have these. <laughs> no you one. have to. You have to show your teacher oh, license oh, to have a to be able a, to buy a, a piece of like slate. So, yes. so it says I can understand the hat part, but what does the he mean by Matt? What does it say? It said hat came off nicely. Oh, uh, okay. So he wrote just hat on it to start with, and then he wrote came off nicely, and then wrote Matt. And then wrote Matt. Okay. Yeah. So my question is, because this thing keeps coming back, does he like go and steal it back every time, or does he have multiple tiny chalkboards? <laughs> He's, no, he sneaks over and writes it over his shoulder. <laughs> and oh, I see. And that's really good chalk because it lasts on there for days. It just yeah, it yeah. It's it's not um, wiping off at all. You're right. And then so... and then the next panel, I realize why we hate Linda Page. Because every time something happens and Bruce gets in trouble, she's like, well, if Batman was here, we wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> to be fair, the last one did that, too. Julie Madison was, did that, too. Oh, okay. I, maybe I'm just mixing them both together. Yeah, yeah, Bruce, you're just so worthless. If if only Batman was here, things would be good. But... Right. Yeah. I'd be like, well, your hat's stupid, too. How do you like that? The But the only woman that doesn't act like this in this entire series is Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, a criminal. And that's because she doesn't know Bruce Wayne. She only knows Batman. Right. And she does, she's trying to steer clear of him half the time. All right. So after he says bye to Linda, he goes to meet. I don't know where he's meeting Dick. It's like out in an alley somewhere. Wait, wait. He's meeting Dick in an alley. <laughs> uh, sounds like a we, different kind of comic book, TJ. We do. We do so well with that. <laughs> yeah, but that one was pretty bad. We do so well, and you just go and ruin it. Every once in a while, you gotta you gotta throw it in there. Yeah, because like every time you say "dick," I want to giggle, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta give out one to me. You met him in an alley. He's looking for Dick in an alley. TJ, come on. <laughs> well, no, he walks in on Dick in an alley. That's, that's <laughs> Where are we anyway? <laughs> I can't even find the alley. Oh, I see it. So, All right. So Batman finds Dick in an alley. Yeah, I I don't know why they're. <laughs> Why they're there? Why is Dick there? I don't know. Is, is he? He just says something tells me the scarecrow's going to strike again. Dick, could you use some excitement? <laughs> where, where? Where? Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm confused if it's an alley. He goes in a door. He's coming out of a door. Or in yeah. a door. Yeah, yeah I don't know, you know what's what? going on. It does not matter. I don't know why we're focusing in on this. Not one panel. We're focusing on one. Nothing to do with the story. <laughs> nothing to do with the story at all. Anyway, I guess the nightfall falls, and they figured out where the next place it is. It's at a wrestling match, because Matt means a wrestling mat, I guess. I I don't know why it's not just like a floor mat, or a welcoming mat, or a person named Matt. I was going to say some dude named Matt. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's a wrestling match, and Batman... (laughs) Hold on. I'm sorry. It's a wrestling match. Uh... Where is it? All funds go to war where, bond drive. Where rich sportsmen will spend thousands for war bonds at the affair. <laughs> so we got it. This is a charity event for war bonds. And Robbins kind of says it's not patriotic for us to sneak in without paying admission. You know, we got to support those. We got to support the war bonds. But Batman's like, they'll forgive us because our motives are pure. That we'll get the war bonds later. <laughs> So they sneak in through the top and hide in the rafters as the re- wrestling matches, well, the announcers in, in the ring and announcers and stuff. But they spot the Scarecrow buying peanuts. Not, no, not the Scarecrow. scarecrow. 
Jonathan Crane. Crane. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's even worse. Like, why would he take a scarecrow outfit off? But I mean, the thing is, it doesn't matter. They do spot the scarecrow because they know Jonathan Crane is the scarecrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. That's true. But you know, they're uh, so Jonathan Crane has two. He bought off the two wrestlers. He's they're working for him now. Yeah. So this plan's stupid too. Anyway, so. It doesn't even make sense, but yes. So they got these these girls walking around collecting money. Some guy spends ten thousand dollars worth on war bonds. Yeah, and, then, and in the forties, what's that? Like half a million dollars? Something like that. <laughs> While another guy is giving a week's pay, I guess he's not eating this week. Oh, yeah, uh, get them war bonds. Yeah, a I week's guess so. pay is like thirty bucks. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Now that we're talking about it, what is a war bond? TJ, don't put us on the spot like this. <laughs> so. So I don't, I don't know. Okay, we've been talking about war bonds for a year now, and we don't know what they are. Now and you and it. while I while I tell you what I think they are, maybe one of you will look it up. But you can buy stocks and bonds now. I so can always I, buy stocks and bonds. So what I'm saying is, war bonds were like you're putting the money into the bond, and then after the war is over, that money will accrue interest, so you'll actually make money back on your bonds by don't... You know what I'm saying? You're actually really investing in the war. Are you ready? By buying bonds. bonds. War bonds are debt securities issued by a government to finance military operations and other expenditure in times of war. They are also a means to control inflation by removing money from circulation from a simulated wartime economy. Hmm. How does a war bond work? A war bond is a debt security that's the same... I was oh, gonna. Yeah. I was gonna ask you that question. I still don't know what a war bond right. is. A war bond, so here we go. A war bond is a debt security issued by the government to finance military operations during times of war or conflict. Because war bonds are offered a rate of return below market rate, investment was achieved by making emotional appeals to patriotic citizens to lend the government money. So they right. got so, no return on these bonds. They actually got less. Well, n- no, you still got your money plus. Wait, but, because war bonds offered a rate of return below the market rate. Right, the market achieved, rate. Oh, okay. But it says investment was achieved by appealing to the emotional appeals of patriotic citizens. In, instead of buying war bonds, you could buy a bond that would return a rate of like 4%. But at a war bond, you might only get a 1% return. So you're still getting money off of it. You're just not making what you would have made if you bought them elsewhere. So... You're not losing money when you do it. This says old war bonds are worth big bucks. And one war bond, which I'm guessing was a dollar, are worth at least $3,600 each right now. Wow. And a total, or a total of more than $43,000 for, I don't know, Series E bonds. Uh, I just figured, you know, we don't, we've been talking about war bonds for literally months now. Yeah, thanks. So- Thanks no, for putting I, us on the spot. I, we were we were kept talking about like we know what we were talking about. Does anybody know what stamps are? No. Okay. Just checking. We're not going to talk about them. Okay. All right. Now that we know what war bonds are, let's move on. So the wrestlers are coming to the ring, but as they do, the peanut guy gives them guns out of. How did he fit those guns in that box? Fits. Oh, uh, it's two, a magic box. Fits two giant Tommy guns in his giant in his small peanut box. Which he's selling peanuts out of, so it's still got peanuts in it. The thing is, and the Tommy guns grow when they start to swing them around in the ring. 
they get bigger than they were when they first came out of the box. I guess. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, under the cover of everything happening, because the wrestlers start attacking the referee with the gun, and they're holding everyone up, Scarecrow goes and starts stealing the war bonds. Oh, no. That's very unpatriotic of him. You can't rob Uncle Sam, one guy says. Someone actually says that. I don't see. The Scarecrow, you can't get away with ro- robbing Uncle oh, Sam. Yeah, it does say that. I would argue people get away with that all the time, but <laughs> Also, like, can you cash in stolen war bonds? Aren't they just going to be like, well, don't cash those ones? Uh, I don't know. Back then, I think it was just a piece of paper. Yeah, I mean, maybe. That, maybe uh, at the same time, there's probably serial numbers or something on it, right? Right. I don't know. Whatever. We're done talking about war bonds. <laughs> <laughs> Batman and Robin jump from the rafters and into the ring and take the guns off the guy and the crowd gets their wrestling match as the scarecrow gets away with the war bonds but yeah. not before batman throws those a wrestler at the scarecrow knocking him over and scarecrow picking up a tommy gun such sh- and shoots out the lights and he gets no i'm sorry he doesn't shoot out the lights i forgot shoot scarecrow shoots at the light fixtures and drops right. it on top of batman and robin and they're dead <laughs> that looked like that killed him they should be dead they should it was be dead. a great comic so, yeah, but what I don't understand is Batman and Robin. He can't friggin' hit Batman and Robin when he shoots at them, but he can shoot the little tiny ropes that hold up to the light fixture. It's a single chain, metal chain. Yeah, with a steel jacketed slug, he severs the chain supporting the battery okay. of floodlamps. But they, they can't take 5, hit Shots at Batman. Yeah. So, do you guys think those are knockouts? I would say yes. Because they are unconscious when the co- the doctors are bringing them back, right? Yeah, yeah. They, I would definitely say yes. The, the people have to lift the thing off of them and they're laying there. People think they're dead. They are both knocked out. Yeah. Alright, so that is Batman Knockout number 45. Let me write that down real quick because I didn't do it yet. And that is Robin Knockout number 30. Robin's catching up. Well, yeah, I mean, it was bound to happen, right? Yeah, you would think. Okay. No, I wrote that down. So Batman so says a- they failed. No, before that, after he, the thing splatters them on the mat, the Scarecrow picks up his chalkboard and writes more stuff on it. Mm. And There he goes. He- we see how he got it. No, we don't. He just pulled it out of somewhere. <laughs> he found it on the ground. Yeah, I guess. Because <laughs> someone just brought that with them. Yeah. They anyway. literally don't go into it at all. He just magically has the chalkboard. It actually looks like a whiteboard now when he shows yeah. it later, too. <laughs> and Scarecrow does his grasshopper leap over out of the crowd. Meanwhile, a bunch of people come in and lift the lights off of Batman and Robin. And then the doctors look at them. But they're okay because they're Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. And Batman says, we failed. And then the guys are like, you didn't fail. He gave the people what they wanted. We still have the war bonds. How did you fail? Because you got a light fixture dropped on you. That's how you failed. <laughs> yeah, you lost the match. But they also found the chalkboard, or a whiteboard in this case. And it says it's got more words on it. Now Matt has fell flat. And the next word is vat. Hat came off nicely. Matt fell flat. Vat. It's our yep. next clue. And we just figure out that dyers use it. So we're going to the Vortex Cleaner This and Dyers. Oh my god. I've read that as dryers about five times and thinking, why do dryers? I'm just going to ask you, why dryers use vats? Oh, you still they didn't, don't. You they still don't didn't use dyers. 
You still didn't realize it up to this point? Up till you said dyers, I was still reading dryers for that. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, so no, dyers. It's, it's, they, yeah, they're, they're, they dye stuff in vats. Okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense than dryers. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it says cleaners. I thought it was cleaners and dryers. I mean, it makes sense they would have dryers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyway, they show up, Batman and Robin, to the Dyer's place, and they say, this is a trap, so we're going to go in through the top. And That always worked before, right? Except it does work this time, because there it is a trap. They're waiting behind the door. <laughs> but one of the guys says, I feel like someone's sneaking up on me. And because Batman and Robin snuck up on him and punches him in the face. Wait, in the last episode, in the beginning of this one... Uh, they said Muggsy was only appearance, and then Muggsy's back. No, see, that's where you're wrong. That Muggsy was 1G. This is 2Gs. It is 2Gs. Different Muggsy. This is Muggsy. <laughs> <laughs> Different. So, yeah, there's a, they get into a fight. Scarecrow jumps on top of a container. Batman chases after him. And then, the, I guess the Scarecrow pulls on a chain and swings off. Is that what happened there? I can't tell, but that's what it looks like. There's He's like got a, a hook. And yeah, and he like hooks the hook in the chain. I think that's it's a, a hay cane. hook. Yeah, I thought it was a cane, but okay. I was assuming it was a hay hook. Well, he is. Well, wouldn't it be a man. scythe at that point? No, no, a hay hook is what they use to pick up bales of hay. Okay. Anyway, he pulls this chain, I guess, and swings off, which causes. Batman and Robin to fall into, like, this garbage compactor thing? Or, like, a dumpster? Or, I don't know what it is, really. I don't know what he falls into. It's it, a vat. It says a vat, yeah, but there's not... Vats usually have stuff in them, and I thought they were circular. No, but this one has a spigot in it, so they do start to fill it up. Yep. Eh, that's true. They fill... They, they tie Batman and Robin up a, to a pole... And start filling it up with water because it's got a spigot in it, like you said. And Scarecrow shows off his chalkboard again. He crosses out, he crosses out the V for that and puts B on it and says, "So now he's all wet." Yep, that is all wet. And Lumpy's cat is, in, is joining the fray. <laughs> I got them all locked up, and they're we so almost angry. made it through. They want to come out so bad. Alright, so it's, yeah, so Bat is, he's all wet, and then whatever Yat is, there's no way we could have figured that one out. <laughs> no. But, so Batman and Robin are drowning, and Robin's like, well, if I gotta go, I'm glad it's with you, Batman. And Batman's like, well, don't give up yet. And then we get the narrator asking us, will they escape? And then the next page, they escape. <laughs> well, not the well, next page. Yes. They, to be fair, to be fair, they don't show them escaping. The narrator asks us if they're going to escape, and then we cut over to the Scarecrow. Right. Who's in Chinatown robbing some guy named Yat. Yat Sing. <laughs> and one of the guys comes in and says, put up your hands, Fu Manchu. Yep. That's all yeah. I have to say about that. I mean, that's probably the only name they know back then of a Chinese person. <laughs> and so uh, Yat says, I'm not going to give you my stuff, I'd rather die because of philosophy reasons. So the Scarecrow says, that's stupid, and hits him in the back of the head. And they start stealing the statues. I guess he, this guy has a lot of really expensive statues. Well, the one thing that the Scarecrow wants is there's a jade statue of a Scarecrow. Yeah, but I was under the impression he just happened to see that while he was there. Yeah. What? I think they were there to steal the sta all the statues. Or yeah, I think they just went there to steal statues and he just happened upon this jade Scarecrow. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. And But 
Batman and Robin must have escaped somehow because they showed up at the store. How did well, they do that? When they were in the vat, that hooked uh, stick was in there, and Batman started to cause a current so it would come closer to yeah, him. But that's we're not all there showed. yet. Well, no, in the vat it says it. Is it in the vat? It's a uh, yeah. That's how he oh. gets the. the oh, the I thought that was roll. later. I thought the for no. some reason I thought that was later. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, he kicks he his feet his enough feet. to make a current. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, yeah let's, let's explain this stupid escape, then. But that doesn't say anything else. Like, he gets the, the hook. I don't know what the hell he did with it, but... Yeah, like, maybe he cut his ropes with it, I guess. Oh, I it says, no wrist straining, the Batman fumbles with the hook for water-soaked knots he cannot see. This is one of the most awkward jobs I've ever tackled. Do you remember when he heated up a plant to explode it so that he could escape? <laughs> I do remember that one. Yes. This is just an, this is just another one of those stupid. This one has some merit in science, as right. you know, it the current pulls them back. But stupid anyway. Anyway, back to Yap being Rob. Batman and Robin show up. They go in. Scarecrow surprise, saying there's no such things as ghosts. And Batman punches him in the face, and then there's a fight where Robin breaks an expensive vase over some guy's head. Yeah, you guys can't steal all this stuff, but we're going to smash these expensive things. And the one guy gets hit in the face and he sticks out his tongue at us. Well, the one guy keeps rhyming and they get sick of him and throw a vase at his head. That's what they do. Have a uh, slug, lug. Yeah. I use a gat on a brat. Anyway. One of the thugs <laughs> tries to shoot Batman and he ducks and then they throw another vase at another guy and he gets tripped over. Another guy gets thrown into a mask. Scarecrow shows up with a gun and tries to shoot him, but... And he says, neither of you move, or I'm going to shoot who the first one that moves. So they both move at the same time, which I guess confuses the Scarecrow. <laughs> and they both tackle him over, him dropping the Jade statue, and St- Yak gets the Jade statue back, and the police show up and arrest the Scarecrow yet again. Yeah. And then we get the last of the lines. Yak, stand and pat, and that's that. The end. Batman wrote in, that's that. Is that who wrote that's that? I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I don't care. It, does, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> stupid. It, it, the end just got so weird with the yeah, rhyming and like it, it just like I really liked the story. I thought it was good, but it just it definitely got weird towards the end. Like I don't know yeah. what they were trying to do, and then it just ends. Like it's not. Yeah, Scarecrow's caught the end. <laughs> oh man, who was in this? I don't know because I forgot to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. So yeah, I mean, Scarecrow, I mean, Batman, this one, Robin. This one was okay. I think the first story was still better, but I like the first story better. But I, I do like the Scarecrow. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I like how he's drawn. I guess because he doesn't really have any of his like cool stuff. I yet, think but. that's more my thing. Is I like the way the Scarecrow looks. He doesn't yeah. have anything right now. Right. I think he's also like just unique and different from the other villains. Yeah, yeah, something point. different. So this says appearances. I, I, I made you stall so I would get this. And here's the appearances: Batman, Robin, Linda Page, Scarecrow, and then two only appearances: Crusher Conger and Samson Sachs. That's all that's listed here. And they left out the two G Mugsy. Yeah, no, mu- no Mugagazi. Yeah, I mean it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I guess that's that. And that is that. And that is that. And that is that. <laughs> This is a bat, 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 yeah. Yeah, pat. And that is that. Are you so, going to tell the joke or am I just stopping? I was going to ask you. Did you hear the one about the scarecrow who won a Nobel Prize? No. They said he was outstanding in his field. 
<laughs> Get it out standing in this field. I I wish I was quicker quicker enough to cut you off there. But I was not. That's all right because I was going to keep going and say, you know what they said? You know what he said when they told him? He said, "Hey, it's in my jeans." <laughs> hey, it's in my jeans. <laughs> yes, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> you have any more you want to get out of the way? <laughs> Most of them are he's the best in his field. He's in the best in his field. Oh, uh, you know you know why the Scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz is the best Scarecrow of all time? Because no one can hold a candle to him. <laughs> all right, that's it. I, I, are you sure? I want you to get it all out of your system. <laughs> like, this, uh, oh, I got to save some. He's going to come back eventually. Apparently Lumpy's falling down the cellar or something over I there. Heard, so. I, I heard him. I hey, my joke my was so funny. Out. My joke was just so funny, he fell down a flight of steps. I let my cats out, just so you guys <laughs> can hear them run around. Uh-huh. Okay. Whatever. Are we done? I'm done. Wait, I saw a female scarecrow one time. I said, hey, girl. 